Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show. In this week's episode, on Mother's Day, I invite you to consider leadership models, the vast range of leadership models from which you can choose, and to consider the leadership that your mother showed you. There's a big lesson to be learnt from mothers, and your mother in particular. On this week's episode... I explore a very simple 80-20 model that you can learn from your mother and indeed from your father. 80% love those you lead, 20% discipline those you lead. 80% of the time you love them, 20% of the time you discipline them. And when you are consistently applying this model, it works. Stick around. I will inspire you to choose a leadership model that works for you. This weekly show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Your self-awareness together with your passion gives you success. Since 1993, as Australasia's passion provocateur, when I left my successful legal career, I have provoked, inspired, educated audiences and people in large and small group settings, one-on-one, to discover and pursue and nurture their passion, because that is the key to living a magnificent life. I've shared my ideas in speeches, in workshops, in ongoing team-building programs, and in my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. So I hope I'm provoking you to examine your life so that your life truly is one that is worth living. Now, it is Mother's Day. And so early in this show, by way of a change, I'm going to give you a little bit of humour because if we're thinking about mothers, well, we have to think about children, don't we? And... Guess what, dear listener? You were a child at one stage. Well, here's some great truths that little children have learned on the journey. No matter how hard you try, you cannot baptise cats. (laughs) When your mum is mad at your dad, don't let her brush your hair. If your sister hits you, don't hit her back. They always catch the second person. That's like football, isn't it? In the football, in a football match, that the perpetrator seems to get away with it. Next one, you can't trust dogs to watch your food. Next one, don't sneeze when someone is cutting your hair. Next one, never hold a dustbuster and a cat at the same time. Don't wear polka dot underwear under white shorts. And lastly, the best place to be when you're sad is your grandmother's lap. There you are. Get you into a humorous, loving space on Mother's Day. Now you can see I'm wearing my red jacket. Red is the colour of passion. I wear red so that when you see red, 
well, when you see me, you think of passion, but when you see red around you, it reminds you to be living your life with passion. It's a great way to live life because passion is a source of unlimited energy. When you are passionate, you have vast amounts of energy to do what you want to do or indeed to have the energy to do what you need to do, the right thing to do, when you need to do it. I focus on one big idea each week because too many ideas confuse us so we don't embrace them. This week's idea is around leadership and choosing a leadership model. That's what the big idea is. And then I share some resources with you. Six different resources, a health tip, a spiritual tip, a book that will help you, a song that will remind you of the one big idea, a quote, and of course, some humour. This show is not politically correct. This show subscribes to the view that addictions can be very good, and my addiction for caffeine, dear viewer and listener, hmm, hmm, I love this stuff. Gosh, thank God for all those wonderful coffee makers and Stephanie, hmm. This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a soul, a spirit or heart because that is my definition of passion. It's a source of unlimited energy from your soul, your spirit, your heart. So if matters of spirituality offend you, then this show is not for you. But I hope spiritual matters don't offend you. And now, before I get to an exploration of the big idea of the week, I want to review the week in Melbourne, Australia, where I'm recording this, Australia, and the world. Well, in Victoria, the media has been full of evidence about the breathtaking incompetence of this Victorian government. I'm so delighted that Daniel Andrews hasn't been in the media, the Premier. I don't call him our Premier because I reject him. He is such a corrupt, uh, evil genius. I cannot believe how people can vote for him because he leads this grossly incompetent, I say, the worst Victorian government ever, and the evidence is coming out step by step, and yet people believe, oh, he's, he's protected us because we've got no coronavirus. You know, I, I'm, I'm just appalled at the lack of competence. On a federal level, Australia the government behaviour is outrageous in preventing Australians in India coming home. Like their passport says they're entitled to come home. And for a couple, for, for, for during the week, you know, the Prime Minister said, if you come back from India, you will go to jail. You could go to jail. And then there's duck shoving about the, it was the chief medical officer who said this, when are politicians going to learn that getting advice from a medical officer is just one element of what life is about. And indeed, the federal government, state governments, none of them have had the courage to say our goal is this in relation to coronavirus. It is, again, incompetent, bad thinking, poor values, and exceedingly disappointed that Australians can't come home. We have hardly anybody in hospital and this fear of coronavirus, and then using India as the example, if you look into India and you look at the states where these people are dying and you take it on board the fact that in India 10 million people a year die from illness, 10 million people, and we're being quoted numbers that are totally out of context. This is the misleading nature of the mainstream 
media and the poor quality decision-making by our leaders, by our politicians. Another example of gross incompetence is the Australian School Curriculum Authority, which has published which has published a planned curriculum for children at school that totally denies Australia's Western civilization and Christian foundation and the, uh, the, the dominance of the woke culture, of cancel culture, of revisionism is alive and well. I call on the Australian government to reject such nonsense. I agree with what Peter Credlin says, which is to eliminate the funding of this body that has been clearly captured by the woke nonsensical movement. I urge you, if you have children and grandchildren, to take an interest in this debate. So what should children be taught? Don't leave it to the experts because the experts have an agenda that is not related to the health, welfare and success of your children, of your grandchildren, because their behaviour proves that to me. You see, in politics, it seems the loudest voices win. And most of the time, the loudest voices are a minority. And we need to watch what this minority are doing, these minority loud voices. And as I said earlier, the mainstream media seems to have an agenda, giving voice to these weird minority ideas that 80% of Australians, 80% of Americans, 80% of English would reject. And so the politicians, they are fooled by the, by the noise. And I urge you to take an interest in these important issues because there is a significant battle of ideas going on about how the world should be. It is not going to hell. The world is in, is in excellent shape in so many ways, but the loud voices would have you believe that it's a basket case, that it's going to fry up in no time at all. You know, this, the, the misinformation that keeps being promulgated by these loud minority voices, you need to take an interest because otherwise you just let it happen to you. So part of this show is provoking you to take an interest in such matters because you can't leave it to the loudest voices. And on top of that, there is a problem in Australia, in America, of the leadership of large corporations. That's another element that I may well explore, but it leaves a lot to be desired in my view. The values and principles that have made Australia great are being ignored by woke leadership in big organisations. And I think these leaders need to be called out on it. I will call them out on it, but we are a democracy. We are not an organis we are not a country that has thrived on identity politics and virtue signaling, oh, I care about di I care about diversity, I care about this minority, this minority. I'm in a minority, okay? Here's how stupid identity politics gets, because my identity is a second born out of six children of refugee parents who didn't have money as a child and who had a, who got a law degree. There you are, there's my identity. I need special consideration. Well, you know my view. 
We're all special, but if you start governing for 8 billion special people, you cease to be governed. Anyway, there's my rant for the week, deliberately designed to provoke you to think about these important issues because your future depends on it, because politicians make decisions based on good or bad information, the right information or the wrong information. And if they don't hear from many people, then they are wrongly influenced by a loud, yelling minority. That's the battle of ideas that's going on. Now, for today's big idea. Before I get to that, I invite you to visit our websites, covest.com, for corporate programs, for public programs, charlescovest.com, with a focus on the self-awareness and passion quest. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel or to my podcast channel and please share this material this show if you enjoy it if you think it's worthwhile with your family your friends your networks please also subscribe to passion points to ponder from those websites i have a new download from the charles covest from the charlescovest.com website on five strategies that I explore in the self-awareness and passion quest. I think you'll find that very useful if that's of interest to you. Now, today's big idea on Mother's Day. Here I am ranting on Mother's Day, but this is a day of loving to be ranting, of being passionate and passion coming from my soul and loving my mum and you loving your mum. In terms of leadership, there are many, many models from which you can choose. There are over 850 published models of leadership. And I think your mum has got some lessons for you in leadership. Now, many leaders that I've worked with over the years have not embraced, adopted, articulated their model for leadership. And you might say, well, you're not a leader. There are two types of leaders situational leaders and positional leaders. A situational leader is one who finds himself or herself in a position where leadership is needed, in a situation where leadership is needed, such as when there's a car accident. If there's a car accident in front of you, what do you do? If there's an emergency, what do you do? If you act like a leader in that situation, you are a leader. If someone's bullying another person on a bus, a tram, a train, what do you do? Do you just sit there and shrivel up and hope that no one notices you? That's a situation that calls for leadership. And then positional leadership is the CEO, chief executive officer, the chairman, the president. Politicians are in positions of leadership. They are positional leadership situations. Or sorry, they are they are positional leadership. So, so you can be a leader even though you're not in a position of leadership, a formal position of leadership. Now, I have, over the journey, had a long history of leadership. I think I've talked about it in earlier episodes. At school, I was a prefect. At the age of 25, I was the president of the Lawn Surf Lifesaving Club, one of Australia's preeminent surf lifesaving clubs with 200 members. And I was leading people in their 50s. And I was president for five years, from 25 to 30. So 
I must have made too many stuff-ups because each year I was re-elected as the president. So I have deep leadership expertise, so I speak of leadership with some authority. Now, of all of these leadership models, which some of which can be incredibly complex, you can go down a rabbit hole and it becomes so complicated that it's difficult to choose how to lead people. I often run leadership programs, workshops, one, two, three-day events, or on an ongoing basis. And we explore different elements, my 10 key principles to great leadership. And my, you know, my first two are courage and passion, and then number three is vision. Courage, passion, vision, crucial for successful leadership. What I want to do is make leadership a bit simpler for you, and to think of your mum and say, how did she lead? Because she was a leader. She brought you up. She brought her children up. My mum was a mother of six human beings. So at the end of these leadership programs, I often say, lead like your mother. Lead like a parent. Embrace the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, like your mum, love those whom you lead. 20% of the time, Discipline, kick their asses. 80% love, 20% discipline. That's how most successful parents lead. Think about how that simple model, simple but not easy, could work for you. Because I find today many leaders are not interested in the discipline bit. They don't want to offend anybody. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And then they make life incredibly difficult for themselves because they don't lay down the appropriate rules like your mother did at home. There were certain things that your parents would not accept. Your followers need to know what that is. And they also need to know they will follow those rules if they appreciate, they feel that you actually care about them, that you love them. Love, discipline. And the third element is consistency. Don't change the rules depending on how you feel. Consistency is such a crucial leadership capability. This is a simple but not easy model that I urge you to contemplate. Simplicity is crucial because you are leading weirdos. Every one of your followers, every one of the people you lead in a team is a weirdo. Each one of them has been brought up differently by his or her mother. Just contemplate that, how difficult this leadership situation is. Because if leadership was easy, everyone would be a great leader. No, no, you are leading weirdos. It requires development of skills and thinking and usable models that work for you. And I think the love, discipline, consistency model is a good one. And lastly, on Mother's Day, thanks to my own mum and thanks to Julie's mum for raising a wonderful wife that I have, but also my mum for coming to Australia at the age of 16, having six children, and then those children having 14 grandchildren, and then five great-grandchildren, and the hard work that my mum put in, the leadership that she showed, I am so grateful that I had the parents that I did. Of course, in my teenage years, I used to feel so sorry for myself about 
you know, how unfairly my parents treated me, as I'm sure you did. I am grateful to my mum on Mother's Day. So, the song for the week, therefore, of course, is Mama by Bob Seeger. Mama in in uh, M-O-M-M-A, Mama, the American way of writing it, uh, Mama, that's, that's, there's a nice balance there between the Hungarian and English ways of saying it. There's some nice lyrics in this song. When I was bad, she'd scold me. Sometimes she wouldn't hold me and I'd cry. But Mama never told me a lie. There's a nice line. Mama never told me a lie. And then if we're talking about that situation, let's have another spot of let's have another spot of humour. And this is an exploration of love, since we're talking about mothers and loving their children. Well, a group of professional people posed this question of what is love to a group of four to eight-year-olds? What does love mean? Here's some answers for you. They tickle my fancy. I hope they tickle yours. Love is when you go out to eat and give somebody most of your chips without making them give you any of theirs. Love is what makes you smile when you're tired. Love is when my mummy makes coffee for my daddy and she takes a sip before giving it to him to make sure it tastes okay. Love is when you kiss all the time. Then, when you get tired of kissing, you still want to be together and you talk more. My mummy and daddy are like that. They look gross when they kiss. (laughs) And lastly, love is what's in the room with you at Christmas if you stop opening presents and listen. Hmm. Very clever. Brilliant truths from children. My book of the week is by Dan Kennedy. Now, you might this might surprise you in a loving space. And I'm a big fan of Dan Kennedy, have been for over 15 years, one of the world's great marketers and thinkers around management. This book is called No BS, No Bullshit, No BS, Ruthless Management of People and Profits. And I say to you that there's some wonderful lessons in this book in terms of understanding the complexity of the human condition that you as a leader, you need ruthless management but tempered with love so you have the love and the ruthless management comes in on the discipline side i urge you to get this book it's excellent readily available there's a whole string of no bs books my quote in terms of this theme this week is by martin luther king the time is always right to do what is right. The time is always right to do what is right. My spiritual tip for you is to meditate and contemplate on your mother's leadership that she exhibited to you and to then express in your heart, your soul, your gratitude for the way that your mother led you, raised you, educated you. And lastly, my health tip. 
is to think about what you think is balanced a balanced diet and playfully think about hmm most because I've had I have found most people say well my mother gave me a balanced diet well your mother had a particular view around nutrition and a diet that that may well have influenced your current thinking around your diet your nutrition but believe it or not sometimes mothers don't get it right sometimes what your mother gave you and the pattern that she created in your eating habits doesn't serve you so there you are that's my health tip for you to think about you know are you dishonoring your mother by ignoring her nutritional regime that she employed when feeding you well there we are that's it for this show leadership i urge you to choose a model it makes your leadership so much more effective i again invite you to visit our websites covest.com charlescovest.com subscribe to this youtube channel or podcast depending on how you are taking this information in i urge you to be grateful on mother's day to your mother but indeed every day because it's tough being a parent i have five children i know but since it's not father's day i'm not going to talk about father's day am i invest in my books passionate people produce passionate performance contact me at charles@covest.com if you have any questions ideas whether you want to explore any of this work with teams that you lead or if you want one-on-one coaching with your leadership that's what part of that's that forms a key part of the self-awareness and passion quest your leadership and until next week may you have a life of passion may you embrace the challenges that are thrown before you fueled by your passion by huge energy to embrace those challenges so that every morning you wake up embracing this gift of life have a great week thanks for being with us i look forward to being with you next week